Hi, everyone. I'm Mel Butcher. And I'm Michelle Redfern. And we're behind the Lead to Soar podcast. We've got a couple really fun things to share with you. And the first thing we want to share is our colleague, Susan Colantuno. She started a podcast called Be Business Savvy. Be Business Savvy. We highly recommend it. And it's a short form podcast where you hear directly from Susan. It's like having a friendly mentor in your ear. So check her out at BeBusinessSavvy.com. Over to you, Michelle. Thanks, Mel. Well, two exciting things from me, along with Be Business Savvy. Number one, The Leadership Compass. My very first book is due for release on March 26, 2024. You can find out more about The Leadership Compass, what it's all about. Of course, it'll be your ultimate guide if you're an ambitious woman leader. You can find more about that at michelleredfern.com. And hand in hand with the Leadership Compass book is the Leadership Compass boot camps. I'm going to do one boot camp a quarter for 2024 for just six women at a time. And you'll be working through in three weeks. So, yes, it's short, sharp, and high impact. All of the elements from the Leadership Compass and my 40 years of executive experience. So, you'll cover BQ, EQ, and SQ, and you will be positioned to have a career that soars. Again, you can find out about the boot camps at michelleredfern.com, leadtosoar.com, or if you can't find any of that, just drop us a line and we'll point you in the right direction. You're listening to Lead to Soar, bringing women the best career advice and mentorship from around the world. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars, Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Welcome, Michelle, to another episode of Get Shit Done. Great to be back with you, Mel, getting good shit done. We had a question come in from someone a little while ago about how do you deal with emotional vampires at work? So, you know, we go to work, we've got to work with other people and, you know, we can't change other people directly. We can't change their behavior. We can only change ourselves. And sometimes interacting with people, certain people can be really draining. So, I mean, where do you even start addressing this topic, dealing with an emotional vampire? The first thing I'm going to do is define the scope because an emotional vampire, yeah, there are just so many different traits or characteristics. So there's two things. I want to talk about two types that I have found personally difficult to deal with and have to manage myself through. The first thing I'd say is I find myself, because I have done the work on my emotional intelligence, always a work in progress though, I find negativity very difficult to deal with because I, I'm a pretty upbeat, energetic person in case you hadn't worked that one out. And people who are constantly negative or drainers, as my wife calls them, bring me down. And I made a, I made a decision some years ago in my life and certainly in my work that I would minimize the number of drainers in my life because I wanted to be surrounded with not toxic positivity, which I know is a new kind of something that's coming out now, but I wanted to be surrounded by people who are going to not have a negative impact on me. So there's two, two people. There's the drainer and then there's the, what I call the asshole. A-S-K-H-O-L-E, which, you know, let's face it, it's a get shit done episode, so I can be a bit sweary. So let's talk about the asshole first. The asshole is someone who continually asks 
for advice and never damn well follows it. And you just go, seriously, you're going to ask me for advice again. You're going to get me to do a whole bunch of emotional and intellectual heavy lifting here. And I know you're not going to pay attention and you're just going to go off and not do or do something different. So what do you do about that? I know that many people, myself included, would would rather do anything other than have a confrontation with someone, particularly if they're close to you. So I, I guess there's there's a couple of things that I'd be doing there. And I have said to people in my past, so the last time you asked me about this, what did you do? What did you do differently? Because I'm concerned that we're having a similar conversation and I don't know that you've necessarily taken the steps that I recommended. Was there something that you didn't want to do? What got in the way of you doing that? And I'm laughing because Mel's laughing. My internal dialogue's pretty different to that. I'm going, what? Seriously? Again? So, you know, have a conversation. But also I want you to realize, I want you to think about what's your role in enabling the asshole? If you are continually, continually giving advice to the same person over and over and over again, you're enabling asshole behavior. So push back. At some point, you've got to push back. Now, and this is being, this is engaging the greatness in them, but this is pushing back and saying to her or him or they, I'm not going to give you any more answers until I can see that you've taken some advice or made some changes. I just want to interject here and say that I think a lot of women struggle with not taking on the enabler role. And I think that it's tied to our social conditioning to be nice. Would you expand on that? Absolutely. And let me switch this into ask whole behavior in the workplace in leadership. If you're the leader who continually gives your people the answer, rather than pushes back and says, what do you think? What do you think a solution might be? You are not developing your other pe- your people. You are not bringing people behind you forward. You are not getting other people ready to take on your job, to leave you to be elevated into your next job. So ask whole behavior is two-way, my friends. Don't enable it and learn how to push back. You're going to learn in your own way. Some of you will be far more comfortable with a forthright conversation. I certainly am more forthright these days. I keep saying I'm turning into my Nana Kath. You know, my, my filter is just disintegrating as we speak. But think about being in service of that other person. They're never going to learn. They're never going to change if you keep enabling their behavior. And if as a leader, if you keep enabling that behavior with your teams, you are going to create dependency, dependency on you for everything. And what that equates to, my friends, is you're never going to get promoted. You are never, ever going to feel like your work is done. You are going to feel burnt out and exhausted because you're doing everything. This is strongly linked to delegation, which I know we've talked about in other episodes, but ask whole behavior is really, it is so, so important to identify and stop. I, I think that some some people, at least I am, the other thing I'm hearing in this is totally related to personal life and, you know, relationship advice. And maybe we'll yeah. get into that another time. Yeah, so maybe. tell us about the next one. So the next one is the drainer and you know, is that person who is, you know, half cup empty all the time. So I, I am a... I am a Pollyanna, so I'm half cup full and oh, that's all right. There's a silver lining in every cloud and sure, I have my down days. So I myself find the people who are negative, continually negative, down, uh, low energy, I have to manage myself particularly well. So there's two things. Managing myself, is this an ongoing behavior of this person or a one-off? If it's a one-off, there's something going on for them. And as a great leader, I want to inquire 
and be and be kind and be compassionate. Say what's going on for you. Let's have a conversation. So let's let's put that to one side. Let's assume that this is an ongoing behaviour. Oh my God! I can see Mary walking towards me. Holy moly! I know I'm going to walk away, it's dripping in you know, negativity after a conversation with her. Nothing's ever right. What do you do about that? Well, keep it short. Be kind. Be compassionate, but cut the conversation off. Again, this is around enabling. And I would also suggest that how are you going to have the most impact in your life, in leadership and in your work in the next one hour, one day, one week, one month? And is letting Mary chew your ear off about the woes of the world for an hour and a half over coffee in service of where you want to have impact? Or could you be spending time with Mel, who is just so keen to be mentored by you and learn and be positive? So I guess this is the, you know, it it may sound a little brutal, but cut her off. Just say, Mary, I hear you. Yes, things are are pretty shitty and all that kind of stuff, but I don't have a solution and hey, I've got a place to be. So be kind, but get out of there. Right. Michelle, you just reminded me also that learning to interrupt people can be an important skill to bring out at very particular times. That's definitely not something I would advocate making a habit of, but I want to share just a really quick story. I was a panelist at a conference and we had a fantastic moderator, a young engineer that is in my field. And there was an audience member that took issue with something that was said and took hold of a mic that was being passed around the room and kind of started on a monologue. And this panelist went in and with some force kind of took the microphone and said, okay, you know, thank you so much with a smile. Thank you so much for contributing to this really dense conversation. There's a lot to unpack here. Unfortunately, we're going to run out of time and we have to move on. And she did this all with a big smile. And I feel like she handled it like a pro. I think that's related to some of these other bad behaviors that we're talking about, particularly someone who is not only negative, but feels the need to interject and push that on other people. Kudos to your moderator, because I think that's a great example of interrupting. As someone who moderates a lot of forums, facilitates a lot of leadership development, gender diversity work, what have you, I am always on the lookout for the blowhard. And yes, I use humor. Yes, I use the, oh, it's so wonderful to hear from you, Mel. Now, I know that there are a heap of other people around here who've got some great ideas. What I'm going to ask you to do is write all yours down because we're going to look back to them after the conference workshop, whatever it is. I want to hear from other people in the room now. And in a one-on-one situation, Mel, I really appreciate that you've got a lot going on in your life, but right now I don't have capacity to take on a lot more because I've got a lot going on in my life. You've got to have those boundaries and we don't have to be cruel. You know, people say, oh, you've got to be cruel to be kind. You don't have to be cruel. You, you can be thoughtful. You can be compassionate. And for those of you who struggle with this, practice it. You know who you're going to come across. You know the people that are going to suck out your energy, your time and what have you. So be prepared. If it's a person in your workplace, you're not going to be able to avoid them, but you can minimize the impact. And at some point, you may well have to have a courageous conversation with that person, knowing that if that is their personality, their style, their preferred style, they're not going to change, but it doesn't mean you have to put up with it. This has been really helpful. Anything else that you want to share here, Michelle, about dealing with emotional vampires and managing that in the workplace? 
It's more a build on what I just said, Mel, which is you are worthy. So have belief in yourself. You are worth more. You are worth more than having to put up with crap. So please have that self-belief and then take steps to make it come to life. But you are worthy. Excellent. Thank you. This has been another episode of Get Shit Done. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for downloading Lead to Soar. We so appreciate your support in the form of subscribing, rating, and reviewing the Lead to Soar podcast. We especially appreciate when you share Lead to Soar with friends and colleagues. Lead to Soar is hosted and produced by Michelle Redfern and Mel Butcher. To get in touch with either, visit michelleredfern.com and melbutcher.com. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Until next time, stay focused and lead on.